0: And leading. that's what we do. Impacting communities. the world You're a
1: girl. We're women. Who launch and lead.
2: You are listening to women who launch and lead the podcast for women ready to change the world by women who are changing the world. Listen in each week on iTunes, Google, Spotify, Breaker, or Stitcher as we connect with women making it happen in life, business, and career. Relate to their struggles, learn their strategies, and celebrate their successes. Then show your love by subscribing and leaving a review. Now, here's your host, Dr. Sharita Weatherspoon. Hello,
0: hello, hello, everyone. This is Dr. Sherita Weatherspoon, and we are here today with Allison Garrett. Allison is the prison break coach and owner of Pamper Perfect Mobile Spa. And we are just so excited to have her here with us today. Um, I know Allison. I know her story. And I know that you're going to get a lot of value out of this conversation. So listen closely, grab your pen and paper, and write down some of the tips and strategies and life and business lessons that you're going to get today. So Allison, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited as well. Awesome, awesome. So I want you to start off by sharing with us who you are, what you do, and how you're
1: impacting the world. All right, well, who am I? I am Allison Garrett, and I work with professional women who struggle with life setbacks, and I help them break free from their mental prison so that they can experience true freedom in their lives and in their business um, by bringing them to a place of understanding who it is, who they are, what they do, and where they are going.
0: Awesome. Um, now, when you talk about break free, what does that mean?
1: Break free. Okay, so break free means that we have things that limit us from going from where we want to be to where we are, I mean, to where we are, to where we want to be. So we, I put that in the context of the prison, because when we think of a prison, that's very limited, you're you're locked up, you can't really do anything. Um, So when you're imprisoned in your mind, those are the things that prevent you from where you you wanna go. So it's sort of like um, break free, come out of that space, find out what it is that's holding you back. Um, And then that gives you the freedom in your life to do some of the things that you've always wanted to do.
0: Mm, That's good, that's good. So tell us how you got
1: started. Let's see, I got started. Basically, I found myself in a place where what I could really do was very limited. Um, I got to a point in my life where I was sentenced to prison um, and I had determined that I was gonna be successful. So upon release, I realized very quickly that there were a lot of things that the law limited me from doing, even though I had lived life successfully outside of prison. Um, and I had to create something that was going to um, I, at first, I just wanted something to create a livable wage, and I figured I would do a home based business um, so I started with uh, a mobile spa where I had more control over what it was I could do and create something that um turned out to be really great. okay,
0: so. You started off with the mobile spa. How did you get then to coaching women?
1: Um, so doing the mobile spa, most of the groups that I worked with were women. So, you know, we go into uh, on-site, on-location, working with groups of women to, you know, for their pampering services. And we all know that women, when women go to the salon, they share their stories. You know, we're, we're almost like counselors and therapists on the other side of that chair. And the more I listened to people, the more I realized how women really needed to find out how they could get from where they were to where they want to be. As soon as I said, you know, um, I, this is my business, I would show up providing the service and people were really shocked that it was me as the owner. And they're like, oh, that's great. How did you do that? How did you have the courage? how did you have the strength? So I found myself almost having many coaching sessions with these groups of ladies every time I traveled to a location. Um, And I wanted to know how I could make greater impact. Um, And I went to, I just did some research on, on coaching. I'm like, well, I could, I could probably learn a little bit more um, with the process. And I decided that I wanted more women to get out of prison um, in that sense of doing the things that they've always wanted to do by finding out what holds them back. Mm -hmm. So I became a certified life coach uh, and was named by someone once as America's prison break coach because she's like you're, you know, we are you're gonna break women out of prison, that mental prison that holds them back.
0: Mm, that's so good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there, there are a couple of things in that um, that I want our listeners to really tap into. You started this one business out of the necessity to feed your family, basically. Yes. You to take care of your family and you were limited in what you could do. So you had to get creative. Yes. And you had had to to get creative. creative. (laughs) Yes. So you didn't depend on someone else to provide the opportunity for you. You didn't let what had happened to you in the past keep you from moving forward. Um, Nope. and, And I think that I mean, if you could bottle that
1: up. <laughs> I know. Sell that. Serve it, serve
0: it up. <laughs> oh, goodness, you you would be a billionaire. But um, you know, we all go through things as as women, um, you know, in life, in business, in our careers, and a lot of times we allow those those things to stall us, mm-hmm. um, you know, delay us and sometimes just stop us dead in our tracks. Mm-hmm. But when we look at your situation where literally, you know, so we're not talking about a mental prison here. Right. Okay. We're, we're talking about handcuffs behind the bars.
1: Absolutely. Prison, right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And coming out from that, launching a business on your own with very little resources, mm-hmm. but a network of people. Yes. And letting people know what you were doing, how you needed their help, putting out the call for help, and putting this thing together um, to the point where you had a very successful business, not only as a mobile spa, but then getting called in by companies, I don't
1: know if we can mention any names, Yep, yeah, yeah, we can mention names. They all, you know, I put it on my website. It's all yes, I've done work with some amazing companies. Um, I've worked with Dove, um, a few sports team, the Philadelphia 76ers. Um who, I mean there's a there's a there's a large list. Just many um, many of household name companies come in and they treat their their um, either their employees or either some of their uh, leaders to services and we do like full days we've done indeed.com um, just a, j- the list goes on and mm-hmm. these are places that I could not like fill out an application at that time and work for right mm-hmm. but I always tell people like the contracts itself would pay me more than I would make with them in a month or 2 mm-hmm and and i the the biggest thing that people really don't realize is how do you you know that's the biggest question people say is like, how did you get started how did that how did you make that you know make that happen and i think i was so determined to not let what happened to me stop me i no longer focused on all of the things that i couldn't do right so in the state of delaware alone There's like 122 professions that I could never do by law. Mm -hmm. No matter how long it's been that I've been, you know, out of prison, living a successful life, you know, years have gone by, but these are things that I could never do. So I think I just shifted the focus and I only thought of what I had, what I could do where someone could not just automatically tell me no.
0: Y'all need to rewind that. (laughs) Okay, you need to rewind it. You need to listen to that again. She focused on what she could do and where no one else had the power to tell her no. And that is the power in owning your own, first of Mm -hmm. all. Absolutely. But it's also in knowing your own value, in mm-hmm. your skill sets and how you can monetize that. So even if you're currently using something um, to support somebody else's dream and an mm-hmm. employee role, and that's regardless of what level you're at in the organization, mm-hmm. how can you take what you're doing for that organization and, you know, use it in a way to monetize it for you? so that you control how much you make you control Mm -hmm. who you work with you control when you work and it doesn't mean that you have to just totally step away from that organization maybe you love working for that company and that's totally Mm -hmm. fine but what if that company goes out of business tomorrow what Mm -hmm. if your services are no longer
1: needed what are you going to do Mm-hmm. That's, that's exactly it. That's That really is what I had to ask myself. I had to say, you know, what if every place I go to tells me no? Does that mean that I go back to, you know, the behaviors that led me to where I was? Does that mean that I just make excuses or, you know, can't feed my family? I didn't, and and we are so used to, we're so accustomed to um going the traditional route of everything so the first thing people think is well how did you get you know money to start your business did you get us a loan did you get a grant did you have credit I'm like uh no <laughs> I just I just got out of a place where I was making 22 cents an hour I didn't have any money saved up I didn't have any credit I didn't have any of that but what mm-hmm. I did have was a basket of personal items under my bathroom sink mm-hmm. that included nail files you know nail polish, just whatever I could carry around and call my friends and say, hey, you know, get like six girls together. I'll come over and do their nails. That's really how it started. Mm-hmm. And then the more I did it, the more I recognized the demand of it. And then there were people that said I was crazy. Oh yeah, no one would ever pay. You know, and when I first started, it was like $50 for a manicure and pedicure. People would say, nobody's ever going to pay that. That's too much. You can go up the street and get it for 30. For um, but today, a manicure, pedicure on site Ninety-seven dollars, and we get at least six women in the room
0: consistently.
1: Mm. I mean, and that's not even the average. Average party size is twelve.
0: Right. So, uh, so there's another lesson in that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so there are people who will not pay that.
1: Right? Absolutely. Yes. But that's not the market you're targeting. You're targeting worry, your of about people them. <laughs> who will pay that. <laughs> yes. And then all you need to do is see the evidence of just one person willing to pay it. They got friends and they'll, they're bringing their friends to the party.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so
1: that's kind of how it starts. It's recognizing that you've got to like shut out the noise of the naysayers and people. It's not that, you know, like we, we as women, the first thing that we would say is, you know, like, oh, you know, people don't want to see you win and there's haters and all of this. But I, I just never focused on any of that. I just always thought that none of that mattered for me. I needed to find a lane and run in it. Um, and I'm currently still leading in that lane um, in business. There's not many businesses that operate the the way I do, um, and it just proves that you can really create anything out of just like what you said, um, Dr. Sharita is when you really put put what you have to, to use those skills, those things that you're doing for someone else every day that you're not thinking about that they're paying you 40 hours a week or maybe even 50 and 60. But how do, you, how do you use that skill and bring it out to someone who's not a client at your particular workplace? So mm-hmm. it, it just really is a matter of just getting quiet and figuring it out.
0: Hmm. Yes, 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 yes. And I, I think what sometimes we fail to realize when we have that conversation about what we think people are willing to pay for things mm-hmm. is that people are not always paying for the service that you're marketing. Right. So they're not, in your case, they're not really paying for a manicure and a pedicure. Mm -hmm. What they're paying for is a customized personal experience at the location Mm -hmm. of their choice with people they enjoy being around. Mm hmm. And and they can't
1: get that. that They can't necessarily get that. That was what the, you know, they'd say, yeah, I have this group of girls, but if we go to a salon, it's not just us. You know, we can't eat and drink. We're separated Mm -hmm. by, you know, different rooms and all of that. So you listen to people, you listen to your your clients. You don't do what you think people want. You do what Mm -hmm. What they tell you they they want, and you just—I'm right. going to have to rewind this back to hear what you said because I love the way you, you put it. What they're, <laughs> what they're really paying for, right? Right. Experience. And That's yeah. Just like, you could go buy a burger, you know, for ten dollars at at a restaurant, but if you bought a, you know, you can buy a pound of ground beef for four bucks and make five burgers. So it really mm-hmm. is just someone else providing the, something for you that, um, you know, is the experience of it.
0: Exactly, exactly. And that example was just focused on the personal parties. When you're talking about the corporate realm, it's something different because there you're essentially doing um, you know, a combination of employee appreciation and team development. Mm-hmm. And companies want to do something for their people. Mm -hmm. but they want to do something different different
1: something unique that is (laughs) what they say when they contact me they say we were looking for something unique you know we've done the catered lunch and we've done the t-shirts and the umbrellas and the tote bags but you know so that became my my tagline like just for just just for as much as or less than a catered lunch you can really give bring something to your team that they can appreciate they talk Mm -hmm. about that forever it's, it's not what they expect. So they're like, bring them back next year. So a lot of um, contracts that we have, we do them on a regular basis. They say spa day and they know that we're going to show up. It really is. Um, it's pretty amazing.
0: Mm. And it's just, I go back to the creativity and using what you have. Because mm-hmm. you could have um, just taken your skill set. And and I think it's important for people to know that you had some prior experience in the beauty industry, so it wasn't mm-hmm. like you just pulled out those supplies from under your sink, it's right? won't like work that somebody whose license is supposed to be do, to do. Yes, right. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you, I had to. Yes, you did, the proper protocols. I did. Protocols.
1: <laughs> I, did. I, did have a, I did have a license to do nails, but I had to think of. I needed to um make a lot more money than it would have taken me to go into a salon, mm-hmm. you know working ten and twelve hours a day, each nail you know twenty dollars getting half or less than half of that from someone else. I just needed to move a lot faster for me to be able to make it right. so it it just yes i do um I did have the uh experience in the in the beauty industry, but again it's real it's what's in my hands. what do I have? what knowledge mm-hmm. and experience do I have that I can take out and put a spin on it? and make some real real money (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: yes yes so in some ways we we talked about you know your your well the challenge that led (laughs) you to launch in the first place but after you decided what you were going to do um what were some of the challenges that you faced
1: in actually getting the business off the ground and growing it um some of the challenge was i think i i can i'm a i'm a visionary so i had a lot of ideas and i i could see what i wanted but i didn't necessarily have that skill set so i knew i could show up i knew that you know i'm personable i know that if i talked to someone on the phone you know and um i explained how the you know how the service would go i knew that i would book them. but as far as making it uh at, to to what it is now like i lacked the skill set of the uh, i didn't know anything about um, rankings on on Google and how to have a website and mm-hmm. how important a logo was and the colors of the logo and what that meant when someone was looking for it. So um, I think the biggest challenge for me was, dad like I got this great idea and everybody I talked to says it's great, but how do I get more people to know about it? Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say for me that was the the biggest challenge was getting getting it out there more for me to really see the benefit of it initially in business it was like how do how do i get everybody to hear about this mm-hmm. so what did you do cuz obviously people know about you <laughs> yes they do so i i mean i made some investments you know i got a, once i started making you know making money um, i purposed to take some of the money that i earned and put it back into my business and that wasn't just in supplies that was in all right what conference can i take that's going to show me the skill or who can i employ to do this part for me. So I started putting a list of things together in like three columns, right? So it was, what do I love to do all day long and would do without challenge? Didn't matter, you know, I could do it on my own. And then I had another list of things in the middle and that would be, well, I knew how to do this. Wasn't like the best, but I could kind of stick with this and um, as long as it takes until I could get someone to do it. And then I had the last list of things Either I just didn't have any knowledge of how to do, or I just didn't enjoy doing at all. And then creating that list allowed me to prioritize, okay, these are things I'm going to do. These are things I could do. Like, so an example of what I could do that I didn't really like to do is, I I could really get on the phone with people and I could return, you know, calls and emails, but I didn't really want to do that. But I did it as long as I needed to. Things I didn't know how to do was the the marketing piece and, So I just prioritized those lists and I started to, I didn't even really have to look for the people that were needed for those things anymore. Mm. I could be in a conversation with someone and they would just magically, and I'm using my air quotes, just say, oh, that's what I do. Or I know someone that does that. And I had some people that would do some of that for me without charging me or at very low cost, or maybe they were trying to get started or they believed in me and they wanted to, to participate. So I overcame that by not being afraid to tell people what it was I needed, stop pretending uh, that I could do it all or I knew everything about it and I let other people come in and help me, which I know for women, we really don't Mm -hmm. like to give up the control, especially when it's my business. Mm -hmm. I had to give up a little bit of control and and let someone else take the lead and it proved to um you know proved to keep me um in business and you know still successful to this day. So I hope y'all caught that. (laughs) (laughs) I know, because I can't repeat that.
0: (laughs) Yes, I hope you caught that. Sometimes you've got to give up a little bit of control to get what you need to be Mm -hmm. successful. And we have to understand that there's a difference between giving up control and giving up ownership. No one's saying give up your business to someone else, Mm -hmm. but you can't do everything well, no matter how good you are. Nope. Um, you can't do everything well. You could, mm-hmm. you could maybe do everything, but mm-hmm. you can't do it all well. Something, yeah, something is laughing.
1: So, Something's not getting done right.
0: Yes. So you focus on your areas of power.
1: Mm-hmm. That's
0: what you stand in. And you do that 100% plus.
1: Absolutely. The yep.
0: things that you are not gifted at, mm-hmm. you need to get someone else to help you with that. Sometimes people will raise their hand and help you for free. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you're going to have to make an investment to get mm-hmm. the help that you need. Yep. Now, we get that in the launch phase, you may not have the resources to make those investments. So you just, you've got to muddle through the best way that you can. Mm-hmm. You can that people are willing to just sew into your business. And mm-hmm. that's fine. But when things shift for you in your business and you start... Making some money, like you said, mm-hmm. you dedicate a percentage of that to putting it back into your business to help grow your business. And growing mm-hmm. your business is not simply about increasing the number of customers or increasing your prices.
1: Yep. You got to build it's, a team. It's definitely you not. Get- you got, you, And you do that, by, and, and as you continue to grow, um... And it, when you find yourself in spaces where there's other people that have the same desires that you do, your network grows. Mm. Like I've, I've, when I started really making the investments, like I could, there was a point in my life where I, I mean, not, not even thinking about it, but looking back, I would have never paid $1,000 to go to a conference. Like I would think that that was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But what I learned was when I was in the room with other people who had the same mindset, like that whole exposure to that just expands, expands you. So it expanded me. I would sit there and listen to other people and their business ideas and how they grew. And I'm like, dang, I'm just trying to, you know, get the latest collection or, you know, I want these new tables that are portable that I could bring from location to location. And then you see people that are making investments and creating franchises and doing things all around the world. Mm -hmm. That, that fire in itself is, is very valuable. And now you meet a whole network of people who are willing to help you when before you want to keep everything to yourself, and you don't want to tell anybody your ideas, you know, to, you know, to a certain degree, there's there's parts of that that are true, but I think that we we shut ourselves off from the assistance that we need because we just want to stick with our four and no more. We want to just mm-hmm. have our friends and family help us, so we don't have to pay nobody. We think that that's going to get us somewhere and that might work through in the beginning. I mean, you know, like my daughter worked with me for forever until she got to a point where she was like, no mom, I don't want to do it. (laughs) Right? (laughs) I I used to be able to bribe her when I was still paying her car insurance and her cell phone bill, but no, like you can't, you can't, you got to make a a real investment. Mm -hmm. Um, And that takes some research and it's not just any old thing, but again, do it with where you can. If it's an online class on social media, like, Pay $50 and take that class. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, just little by little, you elevate yourself. And then that only gives gives you more. And then you get to meet other people that will help support you.
0: Right, right. And one of the things that we tend to say as women um, and advise each other to kind of, you know, you can't tell your dreams to everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like you said, to a certain extent, that's true. You know, you, you can't trust your dreams. Mm-hmm with just anybody, but you've got to trust somebody enough mm-hmm. to let them help you. Yeah. And the reality is that no matter how great your idea is, you probably are not the first person who thought it. Mm-hmm. You may be, you may be the first person who's actually trying to bring it to reality. Maybe, mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe, maybe
1: because there's a lot of people out here. In right. This
0: world. <laughs> but the thing is, uh, it, it, it's, It's a couple of things, right? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, I wholeheartedly believe that, you know, what you're anointed and gifted to do is what you're anointed and gifted to do. And no one can take that away from you. Mm -hmm. That does not mean that you will be the only one in the world doing it.
1: Absolutely. There are, and and you can't, you can't have that fear. Like there's this fear of somebody stealing your idea. I I say, uh, I mean, I I am a, a firm believer that to a certain degree, you have to eat, sleep and breathe your business. So that means if I'm in the elevator, And I'm talking to somebody in some some form of that little short few seconds. We're riding up. I need to be able to share with that person something about what I'm doing or where I'm going, because you just don't know. You have to share it, share it with people. There was no way I'd get to where I was by keeping it to myself because I think somebody's going to steal the idea. I mean, there I know that. I mean, you study your competition. Yes. You know, I know that there's other mobile spas out there. But even people that you work with, like could someone try to do what I do because it looks easy? They absolutely can. But again, that goes back to where's your focus? I don't pay too much attention to, to that stuff at all. I believe, like you said, I'm gifted in this area. Um, and right now I'm leading in this area and I can continue to lead. If I pay more attention to what's in front of me, than all the noise aside me and, and behind me. Like let people come in and do what they do. There's, there's so many people out there there's there's still not enough you know there could be right. another mobile spa that still services my area and it still should not impact me and my business because there's so many there's so many potential customers right right
0: and the people who are for you like they're mm-hmm. for you they're not going yep. to They could that advertisement for that other mobile spa might Mm -hmm. pass their eyes multiple times and it just Mm -hmm. never clicks for them because that's that's not who they're supposed to be working with. They're supposed to be working with you. Absolutely. And it also comes down to you know how you differentiate yourself in the marketplace, Mm -hmm. right? And then making sure that whatever you do, you're doing it in, in excellence. You could be trying to hoard an entire market for yourself.
1: But yes. If you deliver on your promises. Nope. Nobody wants to support your business anyway. <laughs> no, nope, They sure aren't. And then what I would do is I would, when people would call me, I would ask them if they, you know, have you contacted any other companies? That was my market research. And they mm-hmm. would say, if they said yes, I would ask them, well, what was it that made you choose me? And Again, that's like the part when we're when we're in business, we kind of just do it. We take that one dollar and then we we go. We're just glad we got a client. But you have to also realize what is it that attracted you, attracted that client to you. Mm-hmm. So I I did that. I would ask, and they would say, you know what? Um, and it, and it really just got back to you know we can go get into a whole business dialogue here about you know like you said brand brand recognition and and um true to your value. Mm-hmm. So they would always say. Well, first they said, because I got back to them so quickly. So that became very important that no matter what, when someone sends an email or call, whoever is responsible for answering that, it was immediate because we knew that that was what made them choose us. And also they said that they felt like they were talking to a friend when they were booking. So it wasn't very robotic in response. Like, thank you for contacting me. We will call you back. Like, it was like, hi, how are you? You know, I'd love to learn more about what it is you want to do. So those are things that you pay attention to. You when when you actually have clients, you do have to listen to them and find out what it was that set you apart.
0: All right. Grab that one too, y'all.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she just dropped another
0: one. I hope you got it. <laughs> yes. So, without going into, you know, very detailed specifics. Mhm what kind of success are you experiencing now as a result of, you know, the strategies that, you know, we just discussed and things that you've done in your business to address the challenges that you face? You know, what what is business like for you now? And, the, and then ultimately, how has that impacted the
1: life you're living? Oh, goodness gracious. Yes. So overall... I would have to say um, that the type of success I'm experiencing now is um, the work that I put, put in just proves it to be a little more automated. So I'm not physically actively putting in all the work to get people to find me, right? It's pretty automated. So I can get 10 or 12 inquiries a week just based on the business setup. So what that does is I'm creating income um, just solely based on my setup. Mm -hmm. And then I would have to say, the next part of that is the success of not having to physically be at every single event or location or any if I choose not to. Mm -hmm. So I've, um, it's sustained in a way where I just get the, the, the check. (laughs) (laughs) I I just get the check. Um, I'm able to, one of the things that I've always wanted to do was help other um, technicians in those fields make great money. So I have some technicians that make great money just doing the gigs is what we call them. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the success I'm experiencing is is I don't have to physically do it and I have other people that benefit from it. Um, And then the, the best part of that is I choose how I spend my time. So I can fill in my day with other things that I've always wanted to do because it really was never, I mean, the money is, you know, it is about the money to a certain degree. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think what the money does, it gives me the opportunity to do some other things that I don't have to be physically at a location eight, 10, 12 hours a day. And that's just been a goal of mine.
0: Mm -hmm. So I don't even, even if, no, if you realize you said this. okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Probably not because, you know, when we talk about this stuff, it just, it just flows because it's just so, it's, it's, I just love it. I just want to see people win and, and I want to help in any way I can, which is where, you know, where we are today. Uh-huh. Well, here, here's what you said. Okay. You
0: invested in systems and processes and team are getting help and made strategic decisions about how you spent your time so mm-hmm. that the systems and processes and mm-hmm. the team you built would sustain and help mm-hmm. your business grow even when you're not there mm-hmm. and now allows you to choose how you spend your time.
1: Oh, that's what I said? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what I said. Yes, I can. I can, I, I can accept, Um, you know. Things to do and, and places to go and people to hang out with a, a lot easier when I don't, you know, when I'm not tied to something, um, especially with, when it's something that you don't love. So yeah, I, it, it was a process. It didn't happen overnight, but um, that's, exactly what, that's exactly what it is. You have to put that work in. You can't just haphazardly, uh, you know, go about your day and, and say you're doing business just to get that immediate dollar. I think that's when mm-hmm. it shifted for me is at first it was about money. Like, I need to make some money. But when I thought about being longstanding, what my real goal was in it, it didn't just include me, it included other people. So Mm -hmm. now I got other people, you know, making great money and they show up and they do it. And we get those lovely reviews and we continue to increase our ranking on Google and people just continue to find us based on all the work that's put in in the beginning.
0: Mm, That's really good. And that goes back to something we, we quote a lot. But people don't actually apply it in their businesses that,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, like your, your gift or your purpose is, it's never about you, nope. <laughs> It's about other people, the people, mm-hmm. the people who are going to be impacted by what you do. Mm-hmm. And we say it because it sounds nice and pretty. and flowery. Yeah, you're like,
1: I want to help people. Okay, right, right. <laughs>
0: but it doesn't always play out that way. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of times we, you know, we'll then get, you know, we get secretive, we get mm-hmm. selfish. Um, you know, you start making money, but you know, you, you have a team, but you don't want to pay them the way they really should be paid, mm-hmm. but you're coaching like your coach you're coaching your clients mm-hmm. that, you know, you should be willing to do this and, um, maybe don't even don't lower your prices for clients. You've got to get paid your worth, but then the people who are working to help you build your team, you're not. Mm-hmm. Doing that for them, you, you know, right? What
1: I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, right. It's like you got, you can't, um it's like that whole line of, you know, being a hypocrite. It's like you have to be true to whatever you say your values are, that has to trickle down to anyone who works for you or with you. Mm-hmm. So if you want that for yourself, you have to want that for, for them as well. Exactly, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly.
0: All right, so we're gonna shift to wordplay. Okay, so I have two words that I want you to share your thoughts on. Okay. The first is breakthrough.
1: Okay. Breakthrough. Uh, when I when I hear the word breakthrough, I think it's um, I, I see it as when you are right on the brink of something, right? I look at breakthrough as more of an immediate, connection to the other side of whatever it is that you're looking to do so breakthrough for me isn't about the long journey it's about that one moment just before you get on the other side before you break that break that glass or through that rock that that's how i see breakthrough it's like you're right there
0: Mm, and literally it might be one
1: action one action one step away not not all of the things that you've been doing but just, just today, if I do this one thing, my breakthrough is right there.
0: Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. So that means don't give up because you don't know when that, what, what that when one that, thing is going to yes, be.
1: <laughs> you're right there. And I think I look, I look back and I know what those things meant for me. You mm-hmm. know, I knew what a breakthrough meant because I realized that could have been that one time that I said no, you know, that one thing that I accepted Um, that maybe I was like, "Uh, I don't know, or that meeting that I set up or that, you know, that one action step. So yeah, breakthrough for me is that one moment, second, where that one thing just changes everything and where you're going.
0: Mm. Awesome. Now, the second word is
1: purpose. Okay. Purpose. Uh, When I think of purpose, I think it is... It is. It's almost like the, the thing that you are born with. That we spend a lifetime trying to figure out what it is. It's there all along. It's like we just have to connect to it, and then it opens up. Hmm.
0: And we spend a lot of time searching
1: for it. <laughs> yeah, we, we search for it because we don't, we don't, we almost don't want it to be what it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like you know, you think it's you because we we look at it as being, and not saying that it's not a great thing, but we are expecting this grand, you know. I mean, when I I remember wanting to write my first book, and I just kept, you know, I I had so much material where the book was pretty much written, and I'm like, yeah, it's not really a book yet because something hasn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. when when in, in actuality my whole life was already the book it it wasn't like one thing had to happen so i think we limit the idea of what our purpose is because we are looking for this big grand gesture of of something that mm-hmm. seems totally impossible when we've been carrying it with us this whole time it's just time to you know let it flourish and just flow with it
0: mhm yeah so you said you know it's something it's something we don't think it is, because we expect, a lot of times, we expect it to be so grand, you know? <laughs> yeah. it's
1: like, oh, my purpose is to save the world. Well, yeah, you can do that just this by, by doing what you do and letting other people see it and, and you give them hope without even knowing. Like, right. I think when I really started to recognize my purpose, it was people would, it's that probably that one thing that people always compliment you on and you're like, oh, yeah, no, that's nothing. You know, mm-hmm. people would say, oh my gosh, you're so inspirational. I would get people to nominate me for things. And I'm like, who, what am I doing? Right. <laughs> right. I'm thinking that in my mind, I'm thinking that, you know, I need to be out here before anybody even recognizes me. But the purpose is really in the day-to-day things that you do, that you do naturally and you do well, and you're just taking it for granted.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the, the other thing is that people often feel like, it's something they have to be in love with, that they have mm-hmm. to be passionate about. And mm-hmm. I'm very clear that passion and purpose can be the same thing, but they often are not
1: the same. Nope. Yeah, Uh-oh. no.
0: Your, your passion may not be your purpose, and you mm-hmm. may not be passionate about your purpose. But right. But at least not at the beginning, you can grow in it. But um, yeah. sometimes it's not your purpose may not be something you're
1: comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. it's not yeah and, and that comes you know and then that goes back to you know we're we're programmed very early to believe like certain things equal your purpose mm-hmm. you know like there's certain criteria in the purpose you know so certain things if you don't have those things or you don't see yourself as those things you walk around like i don't know what my purpose is
0: right but the thing is it Everything you need is is within you, right? That you still, you know, you may not need to develop certain skill sets or things like that. Um, but God would not have put it in you to do mm-hmm. if He hadn't equipped
1: you <laughs> to yeah, do it. Yeah, it's in it's in there. You just you yeah. have to rec you. We just don't recognize it.
0: Right, right. That's so good. All right, so um, I think I'm going to ask you. To share with our listeners um, the last book you read and what you liked about it, and I like this question for you because I know you're a reader.
1: <laughs> I know, right? And I'm getting ready to, so I don't mess up the title. Get, I gotta, I gotta look at the book. So, um, the last book I read, where is it? Oh, The Power of Moments, mm. right? It's The Power of Moments, and you want me to tell you who the author is? Sure, sure. It's Chip and Dan Heath.
0: Okay, so what, what did you get out of the book, or what are you getting So
1: I got out of the book, so this is more, um, to me, uh, it was about experiences and how they create impact. Mm. So I tend to get... Um, I'm always connected to books that kind of expand your thinking of what it is that you do. So this book really, I'll give you an example. So they give an example of the book, like let's just say if you're hiring someone and they, they tell you to get a list of all the things that that person loves, you know, w- when you're ready to hire them. So whether it's jelly beans or they love Starbucks coffee or anything like that, <laughs> their first day that they work for you, you give them a basket of all of these things. Mm. And it just kind of really breaks down to how certain experiences have greater impact. And I think when we talked earlier, we were talking about how you, know, how you impact the world. And I think if you're just doing things as usual, you, you're missing the moments where you can create greater impact. So I think I was attracted to this book because I'm like, okay, you know, I'm doing all these things and they seem great, but how can I use in my day to day, to create experiences that create greater impact. So this was this book is an excellent book. I would highly recommend. Mm,
0: that's really good. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Yeah. All right. So we have had a great conversation.
1: Yes. Oh, we're done.
0: Um <laughs> <laughs> we, can, keep well, we going. can pick up the conversation outside of this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but yes. I, I think the conversation has just been full of great tips and strategies. Mm-hmm. I hope those of you who are joining us, um, I, this is one you need to to go back and replay it and listen to it again. Cause th- there were a lot of things dropped in here um, that can help you in your business, in your life, um, regardless of what the industry is. Cause I don't want you to think that you can only pull something from our guests who are doing similar work as you. Mm-hmm. That is not the case at all. Um, no. They, they are all um, sharing strategies that can help you regardless of your business, that mm-hmm. can help you in your career, that can help you in your life. But you've got to have the mindset to be open to receive however mm-hmm. it's being delivered to you and from whoever it's being delivered. Yes, but yeah, this was a good one. So I want you all to go back and listen to it again and make sure you're writing down um, all of the powerful things that are being said to you. So before we go, Allison, um, please share with our listeners how they can connect with you.
1: Okay. Well, if you since we've been talking about the mobile spa, if you are interested uh, in more information about how you can um, have a spa experience in your home, um, or on location, or for your business, or you think your company may be interested, it's pamperperfectmobilespa.com. Okay. And oh, yeah,
0: and yeah. Go ahead and share about um, your coaching as well. Okay.
1: And for coaching, uh, it is prison break coach.com
0: awesome awesome so there are two ways that you can connect with allison um, the mobile spa services are great <laughs> i'm familiar with allison's work as a coach um you know we have um, we pull on each other mm-hmm. um, you know for help both of us are coaches um, we coach in different areas but You know, she is someone who I'll throw ideas out to and get feedback. She'll do the same with me. Um, And we're not charging each other for that. Okay. So you got to have some sister friends who are willing to help you out. Yes. I can text
1: and be like, hey, I need, what's your opinion on this real quick? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So we're not,
0: I'm not asking for a 90 minute coaching intensive. She's not asking for a 90 minute coaching intensive. We know how to get down to business and get
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. You got it. All right. and, then, and they're both, on, so I'm on social media under those as well. So um, Instagram and Facebook is, is either Pamper Perfect Mobile Spa or Prison Break Coach.
0: All right, great. So Pamper Perfect Mobile Spa or Prison Break Coach. And I'll make sure that those um, URLs and tags are available to you in the show notes. Um, so you can be sure to connect with Allison Again, Allison, it's been great to have yes, you. With love us. the
1: conversation; it was awesome.
0: Yes, 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 and I want y'all to stay tuned because um, we've got some things in the in the works for y'all mm-hmm. too. So keep <laughs> an eye out for something coming soon. All right.
2: Yes. <laughs> all right. Thank you all for joining in. Peace all right. right. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for Women Who Launch and Lead with Dr. Sharita Weatherspoon. Be sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode and leave your positive review so we can continue to bring you impactful and powerful content. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Coach Sharita. Learn more about how you can work with Dr. Sharita at sharitawetherspoon.com.
1: As always, learn, launch, lead.